welcome to Dating in the City, Season 4. We're your hosts, the Conti Sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm, regularly featured on MTV, NBC, Forbes, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly nine years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. This is Alessandra Conti. And this is Christina Conti Pineda. And we are so excited to be with you guys today. Yep. Um, I almost began the podcast recording with my mask on. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) I am now the unmasked singer. Have you heard of that show, Christina, The Masked Singer? Oh, I saw just, I saw some ads for it it looked just probably like the wor- the the least show I ever want to watch. I know it doesn't it's not really up your alley at all. No. Um but it's really interesting how it was kind of um what's the word? Like um a bit of a, a before its time, you know? A little bit before its That's time. That's true. No. Um, who knew? Right. Who knew we'd all be walking around with masks all the time. But you know what? There is one thing that I don't mind. I feel like in the past, when I was going to run, like, basic errands, I felt like, oh, God, I look so terrible. And now I just don't have to worry at all because a majority of my face is covered. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I don't have to worry. Well, you know what else? You're always great at thinking of the silver lining. I know. The the silver lining. This live aligning. Um, Anyway, so we can go right into our first segment. Christina, want to do the honors? We couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex and the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2020, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode, through today's lens. Okay, great. So this one is season two, it seems like. Uh, Yeah, episode... I'm sorry. It's a little, like, weird. It's a little difficult to tell, but it's season two point four slash 16. I don't know what that means. Whatever. It's from season two. Four out of 16. Oh, my gosh. I just can't. Thank God you're the Oxford. It's not her strong suit. It's not mine either, but... Thank goodness. Um, Bless us. No, I was confused about that, too. I know. It's very confusing. But, okay, so the episode title is, They Shoot Single People, Don't They? And what Carrie couldn't help but wonder... Is it better to fake it than to be alone? Mm. So if you recall, this is the iconic episode where Carrie and her girlfriend, Carrie and the ladies, go to a salsa club and then... Um, Carrie was in a photo shoot the next day so she shows up for the photo shoot like late and looking 
terrible and haggard and like very hungover because she just partied aggressively the night before. Mm-hmm. And usually when you go to like whenever I do appearances anywhere or when you go to a photo shoot, um, you know that you enter and there's usually hair and makeup. Right. So she went assuming that hair and makeup would be there to make her up and do her hair. Um, so then she sits down in the chair and and they're like, oh, we're just going to take a test shot or a couple test shots. So they take these photos of her with a cigarette in her mouth looking the worst that she's ever looked and they say okay great we're all good thank you so much and remember it comes out and it's the magazine she's the cover oh and it says single single and fabulous question mark remember it's single and fabulous question mark because she thought she was in gonna be in a story called single and fabulous (laughs) exclamation point or just single and fabulous like so um anyway that's that's the episode that we're talking about here um what they're talking about in terms of what carrie couldn't help but wonder is about faking um orgasms and pleasure because um what's her name Miranda ends up seeing this guy that she used to date and she's like oh why did we not why did we stop dating but then she remembered um that it was she remembered that she was so it was this guy that she had dated and she was confused as to why um, what to why they, they they didn't they never proceeded and then she remembered that when she was sleeping with him she used to have to fake orgasms. Um, mm. So anyway, she then like finally reveals to the guy of like what she was like. I'm sorry, I've just had to fake it with you. So then he's like, please teach me, teach me. I'll do anything. Like please teach me. So she tries to teach him and then it, like it was it still like even after so much teaching he still couldn't do it so then she fakes one and then she doesn't see him again so anyway that was like the whole faking it is it better to fake it than be alone okay um but it's also like i think that in on like 2020 times still is it better to like fake a relationship what we can kind of bring it down to pg level um because we don't really need to talk about faking orgasmic experiences um because most of our um listeners are single Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't be touching each other um no I'm just kidding but like but you know like we can talk about it in terms of faking um being in a relationship and like faking Mm -hmm. that you know compatibility or whatever is it better to fake it than to be alone Mm -hmm. and this is also something that I just watched this movie um I don't know that it would be my COVID classic suggestion because it was a little bit of like I'm in the middle of it and I haven't finished it and I could have finished it last night but I just haven't it's called Desperados it's on Netflix and it's about this group of women Um, it's about this one girl actually but she's in a group of of three friends and um, she is just single and she like loses her job and she's just been dating um, just these terrible guys and her ex just gets 
um, engaged and it was just it's just really rough and she ends up meeting this guy and she she decides after another terrible blind date that like she's just gonna fake it and she's just gonna be um, really quiet and like just not be her full personality on dates um, and this guy and then also hmm. like he brings the guy brings her to this like sports this weird like soccer in a in a balloon type thing you know those weird sport things that like LA guys enjoy like this this bizarre I it's I've never seen it. It actually looks really fun. But he was and and she has to pretend like she loves it or doesn't have to, but she pretends like she loves it and she okay. just is like faking it so that she can then get into a relationship with this amazing guy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of falls for it. So mm-hmm. I have he really likes her and then he has this terrible laugh, but she just like fakes loving it. But anyway, so we're in the middle of the I'm in the middle of the movie right now, so I don't know what ends up happening. She okay. may like learn, and I think she's falling for this other guy, but whatever. Um, that she can be herself with, and she ends up then writing him this terrible email, and then um, because he she thinks that he's ghosting her, blah blah blah, whatever. But anyway, Desperados, it's an interesting movie. I've enjoyed it so far just because it is about like a single woman in her um in her in her 30s, and that's what we deal with all the time. But you would think, actually, I deal with that enough. Why would I? No, it's just fun. It's, it's a fun movie. We like romance. We, we like, like romance dating. And we love. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't be a matchmaker if you didn't like. That, oh wait, I forgot. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I enjoy it. Oh my god, after last week, I forgot. But anyway, um, but anyway, so let's talk about this concept of right. having to kind of fake it. Right, in a relationship. So yeah, or, or not, even in the beginnings of a relationship, yeah. like putting on a facade. Right, 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 and. I, I'm actually, I just started thinking about John Tucker Must Die. Oh, and such a good movie. how... That is a classic right there. <laughs> that was a formative movie for me. <laughs> but that whole concept Wait, what was of... The, what was the name? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. That just whole concept. one, I think one of the, the I guess the main, the, the hero, the heroine in that movie, she starts dating John but then falls for his brother because she can be herself around the brother is that what happens yeah I forget what actually happens yeah but I think that's very I think that does show that you want to be yourself around the person if you can't relax and have fun with the person if you're always putting on a show and granted I I think it's important to always look great when you're around the person when you're dating. And I, I know I did that. He, Dan didn't see me without makeup until we crossed the finish line. Oh, bless his heart. <laughs> he for he a real got married. <laughs> he did. All of a sudden, the day yeah. after the wedding, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so I think in certain ways, you want to always put your best foot forward. But, but, you do want to be able to ha- let your per- real personality shine through mm-hmm. and be honest about things that you're not crazy about. Or, you know, that's not the, my base, but it's okay if you have different interests. Mm-hmm. If you have those those similar values in place, that's the most important thing. If you can have things that you enjoy together and have interesting conversations, that's wonderful. You don't have to have everything in common. You don't have to like every Ugh. little soccer thing yeah. that he does or 
I, that's I mean I'm a testament yeah. to that Dan and I have different hobbies you and have very interests, different hobbies and interests but it works out great yeah so the foundational things are there exactly though. faith right yeah um I actually really relate to this concept because I think that I and I think a lot of women are almost like we, I know I can speak for a lot of the women that I've date coached in the past and that I've worked with, um, but I remember personally when I when I was younger and I used to go on dates. Like I have always been an incredible dater. Mm-hmm. I've been I'm a wonderful dater um, because I'll, I go on the date and I'm very I'm also I would label myself as an empath mm-hmm. and I'm very like I'm uber an sensitive M- or what? maybe a narcissist. A narcissist, yeah. I'm like sometimes an empath and sometimes a narcissist. But anyway, whatever. I'm multifaceted people. Um, but anyway, so but so when I go on dates and when I'm just even with my friends or anything, I'm highly attuned to yeah. everything. You like are. I'm highly attuned to the way that they're feeling, to their mood. Like and for me, it used to be something where <laughs> what? Wait, what? I just accept when she's around her sister. I know, I'm sorry. I because I just I well, I can't be like that all the time. I lose my mind. I get the brunt. But oh my gosh, Christina. <laughs> but I'm super, super attuned with when I'm if I was dating, I would so I'd go on a date and I would just like I would just like be in their energy and really just try to it was almost like I was trying to not be the person that they wanted me to be, but I wanted to like get on their wavelength and get on their energy level or whatever it was. Right. Um, it's almost like so, a chameleon in certain ways. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And so I, that and was... you're great with people. Yes. You just have because, always been extremely popular and... Very popular. <laughs> just very well-liked. Yeah, you always have been. That's, prom queen. Right. So this yeah. is probably harder for you than someone like me. I totally. Like, yeah. for me, I always, like, when I'm with people, I like to really be with them, mm-hmm. and I like to relate to them, and I like to just get on their level and just be in in be with them and it's kind of hard to explain and it's not that I change my personality because I feel like my personality is consistent and even when I was dating it was consistent but I also definitely this was a big issue for me because I would Mm -hmm. then go into a date and then I would also on the other hand so I'd be with them and really trying to just like get on their level and really you know but I would also then really want them to like me. So I would do this with the intention of wanting to please them Mm -hmm. so that, like, they liked me. But I was so completely not even thinking about how was I feeling about this person, Mm -hmm. about the person that I was dating. And I, that's why also for me, I always say this, that I, it takes me a long time to fall in love. Mm -hmm. A long time. It's not like, oh my God, after one date, I'm in love. And even like to this day, obviously I'm in a relationship now, but when I was dating, you know, almost a year ago, I remember just still being, still having, like having to really be cognizant to say, okay, you're going on this date. Let's like see, let me, let me be my best self 
and let me bring my energy and let me see how he makes me feel Mm -hmm. as opposed to being like, oh my gosh, I want to make sure that, oh, he likes this, so let me try to relate that. Like, there's a level of that that you want, but like the pendulum swings really intensely for women like me. Mm, So I know for me, yeah. I know a lot of bachelorettes who I've, I've, date coached like that with that personality too who I yeah, love exactly of course <laughs> you love them, love them. <laughs> right. I know of course yeah, and yeah. the guy I, re- I remember I mean I would have these dates and it was like I was like oh my god it was terrible and the guy would be in love with me and then I'd be, right. but I'd tell you oh my god it was terrible but the guy loved me because obviously he loved me because I was so with him and on his level and relating to him and this and that so anyway but it I'll really I'll say that's true about yeah. bachelors too I I've yeah. coached a bunch of bachelors who have yeah. that similar way of just being able to be liked by everyone. Yes. And wanting to people please in that mm-hmm. certain sense mm-hmm. that they have to counteract almost. That they have to know that that it's not just about the other person. Yes, you want to mm-hmm. make the other person happy and enjoy yourself, but you do want to be able to relax and enjoy and and be yourself. And I find that the people who are like me, so I wrote an article for Forbes um, called The uh, Six Celebrity Secrets to Being Charismatic. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of what I've learned about charisma, it's not about you. It's about the other person. So that is what I've learned. And I've been, you know, I've been... uh, um, called charismatic many many a time mm-hmm. I feel as though I'm you know I'm fairly charismatic definitely um mm-hmm. thank you so much <laughs> It's not just self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed man whisperer. That I'm a self-proclaimed man whisperer, but I feel as though I'm more of a, like, you know, I'm a charismatic. Generally accepted. You know, it's a generally accepted thing that, like, I'm quite charismatic. But um, with charisma, as I was writing that article and really breaking down the six qualities that makes somebody charismatic, it's about listening. Mm-hmm. It's about reacting. It's but it's it's also about bringing a positive energy, a loving, a warmth, a joking, a playful energy as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you read the article because honestly, it's some of my best work, and I think it was like it's fantastic. Yeah, where yeah. can they find that also? It's on Forbes, um, but we can also put a link on. Um, we'll put a link at the bottom the of the notes. episode in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so but anyway, I think that for me, and it's not that I'm a fake person. It's that I'm just trying to connect. I'm trying to connect. And the way that I know how to connect is to get into onto that level with them. So anyway, but then it's really cool because as I've gotten older, and this is what I try to teach the bachelorettes, it's again like really, and I remember when I was discerning um, the relationship that I'm in right now that I'm like, you know, happy in, I remember thinking, okay, how like how do I act when I'm with my my current boyfriend and I'm like and how do I act and how do I feel when I'm with another guy and I remember thinking like okay when I'm with you know Alan I feel very much 
myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm bubbly, I'm flirty, I'm, you know, I feel very much me, as opposed to with the other one, I felt like I had to kind of put on more I was more like putting on Mm -hmm. um so for me that was a really good parameter as I decided to like go with him and like really see this relationship through and take it more seriously um and be exclusive and obviously all of that so I think women ladies if you relate to this that's a really good um just thing to just start being um cognizant of as you're dating because I know women that are totally on the other side and they go in being like what can he do for me and that's not good either but that middle of what can you know obviously you want to connect you want to relate but that middle ground of also having like oh okay like let me take a step back from this moment and see like how I'm feeling, if I feel like I'm being the best version of myself, if I'm feel like I'm my true self right now. Yep. And as I said, it men need to be aware of that too. Totally. They might just be with a woman, oh, she's perfect for me in all these ways. She'll look great next to me in photos. Yeah. You want to fight against that urge and really want her for who you are together and if she's helping you to become the better version of yourself as well, the best version of yourself as well. Thank you, Matthew Kelly, for the best version of yourself. Yep. The best. Literally, Matthew Kelly is everything. Um, During my Catholic conversation, I, or my Theology on Tap, I said, Matthew Kelly is my celebrity crush. (laughs) Oh, really? And that's 100% real. I love that. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I said, oh, my celebrity crush, Matthew (laughs) Kelly, my Catholic celebrity crush. He really is. I mean, I can't think of any other man that I would rather, like, like, you know, celebrity crush-wise. Yeah. Matthew Kelly, hubba hubba. (laughs) Moving. He is married, so he will Yeah, he is married. Maybe, yeah, in another life. Anyway. um, All right. So let's move on to our next segment. Stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. All right, so this first story is a little bit intense. So I'm not sure, did you hear about Kanye West's, like, Twitter tirade last week? A little bit. It's really sad, so I I didn't want to bring it up on the podcast just because it's like, he is, he has, like, came out saying that he's bipolar and about once a year he has like a really bad episode um that is public and this is something that happens pretty much yearly um but anyway he went off though last week on kim kardashian Mm. he went off on kris jenner her mother Mm. like he just said really horrible things about the whole family Mm. and like just really really rough things But anyway, today, or this week, he um, apologized to Kim Kardashian publicly, um, and they were seen together, so it seems as though, like, and she also put out a statement saying, like, listen, Kanye struggles with mental, um, Mm -hmm. his mental health, and, like, we just appreciate your privacy at this time, and, like, it just also, like, brings forward the conversation of mental health awareness and not stigmatizing it and all of that, so that's a really positive outcome um, that we can see when something like this does happen with people that are so public. But the in real life question 
that I wanted to pose. Um, should the person, and I know that this is a bit of a stretch, but work with us here. Should the person you are dating make a public apology if they screw up in your relationship? Mm. So say a screw up happens and then, and you're like, wow. And then he posts on Instagram saying, I'm so sorry. I love you. Like Kanye did. Okay. What do you think? Is a public apology like impactful is it good and especially with this generation of everything Thing. is on the phone it's true everything yeah instagram tiktok right the tiktok kids you know the twitters right what do I, you think what i would say if it's something that's between you two you should keep it between you two they that was actually one of the conflict resolution tips that we brought up mm-hmm. and when we were going through those couples a couple leak conflict resolution strategies it's not to involve a third person and you could see this is involving not just one third person but tons of other people or thousands or millions or billions millions yeah millions (laughs) depending on who you are yeah but if it's something that's public for instance Mm -hmm. a Kanye West situation where he did go public with this fight um, then you do need to make a public apology. Yeah. In your own life, if it's something you did on social media or if you did throw someone under the bus in front of their family or in front of your family, the in-law, whatever, even yeah. if they're married, the in-laws or something like yeah. that, a public situation meaning in whoever was aware of this, yeah. you need to make the apology in front of those people. Yeah. Or you first... Say it to the person in person, one-on-one, and then yeah. you apologize to the rest of the family. Yeah. That's what I think you should use as the barometer. Dating in the City is brought to you by our Patreon. We're thrilled to announce the restructuring of our Patreon to allow for more club members, even as low as $1 a month. Join our exclusive club of Patreon members to support our weekly podcast and activate access to amazing personalized gifts and benefits. We'd love to keep providing you with the weekly podcast that you love. And to ensure that, join today on patreon.com slash datinginthecity. Again, that's patreon.com slash datinginthecity. Support the podcast that you love and get a tax deduction for it. Christina, I couldn't have said it better myself. Let's move on. Fantastic. Okay, <laughs> Michael Kopech filed for divorce from pregnant Riverdale star Vanessa Morgan after only six months of marriage. Ooh. So, yeah, this is some sports guy, Michael Kopech, and some girl, Vanessa. I really don't know the celebrities these days. Honestly, these people could walk down the street. I wouldn't know them from Adam. It's so sad because... <laughs> Wait, where's the tragedy? No, it's so sad because I used to be so up on like I knew everyone now I literally know I I, we work with a lot of these uh, anyway so okay in real life what is actually grounds for divorce what do you say Christina Ooh, that's a that's a rough question I know because it's just it's yeah I mean I think it's important to know when you're getting married that you're choosing this person for life and to not make that decision unless you are sure that you want to spend the rest of your life with this person. Yeah. So I would leave it at that. Sometimes you do need to separate if there's any kind of abuse going on. Oh, 
and absolutely um, because that can happen in a marriage but I that's that's what I believe that that marriage yeah. is for life so I would be very cautious in the beginning before you 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 know obviously it's it's important I, I guess she was pregnant before even before they were married I don't know what the situation no was, she, they were just six months and she just announced her pregnancy wow. yeah um, well I think that I mean allegedly like there may we don't really know nobody nobody knows what goes on behind closed no, doors we don't. he may have been cheating on her she may have been cheating on him we don't know to me the two big grounds that I would say are the are the reasons for like for me that are total deal breakers cheating physical cheating or physical violence to me those are divorce like i i couldn't there is other things you can work through you know other things you can work through to me it's a, a hard stop at physical violence and a physical cheating that's yeah. to me and i think once you go into marriage it's important to remember even if you have the view of that marriage is for life I think something that Timory actually brought up about Megan Fox and who is her who is her husband again I forget his oh, name oh god uh, oh um, Brian Austin Brian Green. Austin Green yeah, yeah. I knew Austin was in there it's yeah like, Austin nice little, little baby yeah Brian Austin Green <laughs> Austin was yeah. in there at some point yeah but Something that he had mentioned was that he got a little bit, they may have gotten a little complacent in their relationship. So mm-hmm. even if you're, you're, you want your marriage to be for life, you need to make sure that you're prioritizing your marriage and doing the work that it takes to have a successful marriage because it is not easy, but it is wonderful. And it is so worth the sacrifices, but it is sacrifice. There are sacrifices, but the only way to have true peace and happiness is through sacrifice. Mm. So that's important for people. We don't say that again, Christina, for the people in the back. (laughs) The only way to find true happiness is through sacrifice. I think it's so important for us in our, this very, Hedonistic culture, which means it's a very pleasure-seeking culture. Modern coach's nightmare. <laughs> That's a Matthew Kelly quote. Yes, love it. But to remember that that you will not find peace through pursuing your own gratification and pleasure. That's as that as your mean your only goal in life that it does require love requires sacrifice and Mm -hmm. it's beautiful and you'll grow and you'll find that you're a much better person for it also yeah i love that self-discipline sacrifice oh there's so much self-discipline yeah yeah it's hard but yeah it's worth it yeah because there's a lot of temptation yes as jessica foss said Temptation Island. Exactly. Jessica's one of our partner matchmakers. Yeah, one of our friends. (laughs) Spent time with her this weekend. A little matchmaker getaway this weekend. It was so fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Okay. So our next segment is Sisterly Sisterly Advice. Advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. This is a question from our listeners. I have a question. So I know this is strange, but I'm sure you hear everything. I live in Hermosa Beach, so I meet a lot of guys. It seems men that are well-accomplished pursue me. Well, unfortunately, they usually also play me. So I decided to go for regular dudes with regular jobs, etc. And it turns out, girl, they don't like me. 
They don't pursue me at all. I even met a guy at the Catholic Zoom. He ghosted me. Why is this? Do you have any resources that could help me? Thanks so much. And this is from Ghosted by a Basic. Ooh, I hope oh. she's, she's, did she watch her ghosted video? I, yeah, I told her, I gave her that as a resource. Great. And I told her to sign up with us. She's stunning. Mm. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. So, like, I think that ladies, like, and gentlemen, but I think that it's really important to also understand that, like, based on this young woman sending me this question, this is an objectively stunning person. So, it doesn't matter what you look like, and it doesn't matter how fabulous you are as a human being. Like, even she got ghosted. Like, that's insane to me. And also... I guess it keeps us humble, doesn't it? It sure does. I mean, I've been humbled. Yeah. I've been humbled a few times. Yeah. Um, And I've humbled some young men as well. (laughs) No, I'm not proud of that. I'm not. That's not something I'm proud of. And guys that come after me, like, please, if you're listening and I've ever done anything bad to you, I apologize publicly. This is my public apology. I don't think I've done anything bad to guys. I just, I've been getting these DMs and they're pretty, like, they're a little bit, like, Oh well, you did you did this to oh. me, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was like 21. I I, I didn't know much, oh, you know. So I was they're watching your content and then oh, pinning you on it. They're keeping me accountable, <laughs> and that's why I make sure when I share a video that I acknowledge. That I am not perfect, but that I've learned. And I would like to think that I wouldn't do, I wouldn't repeat the things that I've learned hurt people. So I apologize if I've ever, you know, done anything that has rubbed a young man the wrong way. Um, One guy, I didn't even remember going on a date with him. I didn't even remember. remember And he said, you didn't give me a chance. You didn't give me three dates. Were you repulsed by me? And I'm like, I do not even recall ever having been on a date with you. Like, I have no recollection. I have no, Christina, I literally have amnesia. But anyway, let's go on to to her question. question. The first part of this is, she met a lot of these men in Hermosa Beach and they're well accomplished. Well the, accomplished. The, well, a, a lot of men that are really amazing at pursuing, like a lot of those alpha men, they also, we talk about this a lot, they tend to have those qualities of a narcissist and they'll be really aggressively uh, um, pursuing in the beginning but then you kind of realize that they're playing games right so that's why it's important to as you're getting to know anyone even if they're pursuing you hard that you really get to know their character Mm -hmm. and find out if don't fall for the intense pursuit but if he's pursuing you, that's good. You yes. want him to pursue you. But it is all about consistency. Yes, exactly. And also, a lot of the well-accomplished guys that are pursuing you, um, I, I, it makes sense because they kind of go after what they want. Right. And they're good in their careers and all of that. But exactly, it is it is, it is, is tough with very successful men um, because we see this all the time. I mean, we see this all the time. It's right. and, and once they 
realize that it's not the right person for them, that pursuit ends. Yeah. So it's... Or they're not... Yeah. If they had other intentions. Yes. Uh, if they... If once you sleep with them, it's... They, they stop contacting yeah, you. Yeah, or once they know you're not going to sleep with them. They stop contacting <laughs> you. And that's yeah. why it's so important to just don't sleep with them right. until they... Until you... Until you could um, see yourself having a child with them. Or get the commitment that you want. Uh Until you get the commitment that you want, do not sleep with a guy. Mm -hmm. And it's not because it's slutty. It's not because of anything. It's for self-preservation. Because otherwise, you are going to be used and abused and hit and quit. And it is just not good for you. And she doesn't mean that in a physical abuse in uh, in some ways. No, I don't mean in physical abuse. I was using an analogy. Yeah, she was using an analogy. It just I know it didn't it didn't go over well. We we live in very tense 2020. It's 2020. Yes. So so that's what we would say about the first part to pay attention. Don't shoo them away. Yeah. I mean, I love an accomplishment. Yeah, it's true. But also, if you're, it sounds like the second part, your faith is important to you. That's something that you probably want to keep in mind as you're dating you're dating mm-hmm. men and see if the men who you're giving if it's one thing to go on one date, but if your faith is really important and you want someone who shares that love of his faith with you, then you might want to have have and I well I think I don't think it's it's not so much about Catholic Catholicism it's more about this was a normal guy so she thought that it was only happening at this higher level with these like just kind of higher level guys like better more accomplished financially guys well established all of that but then she said you know what let me give a normal guy a shot and then even then she got ghosted so I think this just shows also that consistency is key. Yes. Men are men, whether they are the CEO of a company or your Uber driver. Right. They're or, guys. Exactly. And you, you, there are certain reliable characteristics that you want in your future mm-hmm. man, whether he's any of those professions or any of those, has any of those um backgrounds you want to make yeah. sure that someone is reliable and don't judge them though based on all professional men are this way or all catholic men are this way or all people who don't have good jobs are this way yeah it's not it's not a category specific it's men i will say um something that i would like to introduce into your mindset um is something that i called something that i call sociopathic dating Date like a sociopath. Okay, so this is, um, what's the word? Uh, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a titillating, um, what's a, what's a, a bit of a controversial Mm -hmm. advice that I'm about to give you, but guess what? Once again, I'm all about self-preservation. So I want you to begin dating these men without getting emotionally invested exactly, in them right. until they prove their consistency and until they prove what it is that they are actually looking for and that they are actually pursuing you for the long haul. I know this is a really um hard and weird and very different way to go about dating, but 
especially during these times of 2020, where there are a lot of guys that you're dating. It's not, you're not just dating one guy at a time, you're dating a few, and then you are kind of seeing what sticks and then moving forward with them. So I want you to, obviously, I want you to be present in your dates. I want you to be yourself. I want you to have fun. I want you to enjoy yourself. But I also want you to detach yourself from the outcome of is this guy of trying to decide if you're if he's your husband in the first, second, or third date. Okay? Right. 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 The, and that way, when you say, I'm getting to know your mentality should be on your first, second, and third dates. I'm getting to know a new person. I have a good time with this person. And obviously, objectively seeing, does he, are we on the same page? Is he looking for to date for marriage yes. with the purpose of marriage? Does he want to have children? Is our, is our faith the same? But other than that, I want you to focus on enjoying yourself and having a good time in your first three dates and really blocking out that um, natural thing that all women do or a lot of women do of planning the wedding yep. after a good first date. Oh, yeah. So stop planning the wedding on a, for, on a date, on a first good date. Detach yourself from the outcome. Don't say, is this my future husband? See, let the man unfold. Let him prove his consistency. Let him prove, okay, he says he's looking for a relationship. He says he's dating, you know, with with the intention of marriage. Okay, that's awesome. You're going to ultimately, probably after the third date, let him know that, you know, you're not going to have sex with him until whatever it is that you are looking for. Um, But because usually things kind of that usually comes out after the third date. Um, And then it could be a little longer, but once once he knows he's not going to be sleeping with you, then in my opinion, that's when the real that's when the, the real, real guy man shows the, the real, real man shows up. Okay, <laughs> whether he, yeah, that's the real that's when he, he ghosts. Yeah, or he continues to pursue you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, and this way, you are objective. You're not physically. Um, getting entwined with him and releasing all those hormones that you do when you have sex with him. Um, And you're just, you have to just be a bit more objective when you're dating. You also have to understand you are going to get rejected many, 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 many times. It doesn't matter how beautiful you are because you specifically, this young woman that sent in, you are stunning. We work with tons of stunning women. We work with Playboy bunny models who have been ghosted and who have been used. You know, so it's not just, it's not about how you look. It's about, is this guy going to go the extra mile? Mm-hmm. I think that's very well said, Alessandra. I Thank love you. it. So Let's just move wait. on to... Yeah, COVID class. Um, Netflix, Netflix and, quarantine. and Quarantine. Our Conti COVID Classics. And I see Alessandra has one hot off the presses. Oh, I sure do. What? Want me to go first? <laughs> yes, yes. So my suggestion is, drum roll, <laughs> too hot to handle. I know I'm a little <laughs> late to the party. And like by a little, I mean like months late to the party. But you guys, I, I at, at first, I, I really wouldn't watch it. 
I, I just said, no, this is not the show for me. I'm not doing it. I de- do enough dating things in my daily life. This is about like these, you know, bo- and you know, I did, I was the matchmaker for Are You The One? And I interviewed all of these people. I, re- I, I remember Blake, he had interviewed with Are You The One? Oh, really? Yes, he was one of the people that they didn't, he didn't make it in the wow. casting for Are You The One? Because uh-huh. I probably, I said he wasn't attractive enough. Oh. I was very vocal in the Are You The One oh. cast. Um, for the two seasons that I did. But anyway, because I was like, a fe- I could give a female perspective, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but anyway. Sure. Um, so yeah, but Too Hot to Handle, you guys, it's so good. It's just phenomenal. I really love it. Go ahead and watch it. They take, they try to take the physical out. It's a great little binge one. It's, you know, you wouldn't like it, Christina. I know, I know. You it's would hate it. You would really hate it. Too many body parts exposed. I know. You would just totally hate it. <laughs> too many you shirtless totally, men. And- yeah. <laughs> Bikini-clad women. Yes, it's <laughs> true. It's true. It's true. I mean, Alan wouldn't be allowed to watch it. Yes, exactly. Means, right. It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. funny. Allowed. Okay, great. And for me... You would kill me for saying allowed. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, anyway. It's not... Yeah. It, you just would not be happy if he watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. You know, it would be really offensive. <laughs> for Grounds for divorce. Oh, I'm just kidding. They're well, not married. married. <laughs> For my COVID classic. There's still hope, boys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> T- totally joking. Oh, my God. I'm digging myself in a hole. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> For my Conti COVID classic, I'm going to say, actually, Northanger Abbey by Jane Austen. I've previously recommended Jane Austen's entire body of work, which is oh. called Oeuvre, which <laughs> we mentioned, and the also oeuvre. has something, some classic that was completely opposite of this yeah of course so funny of course oh, yeah it was the it was that camp movie oh god <laughs> at the heavy heavyweight yes at the same time still uh, still a, a, a cinematic masterpiece <laughs> right but i'm specifically recommending north anchor abbey because mm-hmm. My article was published by the St. Austin Review, which is an academic journal of of wonderful articles and actually poems, too. And it's, I told you, it's a print publication. However, my article is the one guest post that is freely accessible online. (gasps) Wait, I didn't realize that. Yes. Yours is a teaser. Yes, mine is the oh, teaser on the is website. The titulator. Yes. It's the amuse bouche. <laughs> amuse bouche. The amuse bouche. <laughs> yes. If we will definitely put this link in the show notes for you to read it because you can get it for free if you didn't order the wow. publication. Wow. You didn't actually have to. <laughs> Wait, it's so funny because Great. you made everybody order it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad because I love it, and yeah. I I got it obviously, but as a as one of the contributors, yeah, and it's beautifully done. You're such a literary genius. And I prefer reading things in print anyway. Yeah, I know, but definitely read Northanger Abbey, and then you can read my commentary, and it's called Toxic Masculinity or a New Paradigm for Healthy Relationships. Oh. You know what? I think we could all use a little masculinity right now. <laughs> we all love not toxic. No. But what's the opposite of toxic? Healthy. Healthy masculinity. Yeah, healthy masculinity. Oh, it's more than welcome. Yeah. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. Do we have any big upcoming plans for this weekend, Christina? 
Any catching up with the Contis? Yes, well, Dan and I are taking a little bit of a baby moon yes, trip. I, I'm not going to say moon. where because I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I don't want these stalkers. Paparazzis. Paparazzi are relentless. <laughs> but it will be nice. We're excited for that. That's so cute. And we already told them about our matchmaker excursion. It was at it was yes. in the beautiful marina and beach of Oxnard. Yes. With Jessica and Jenny are two marina. wonderful matchmaker friends. Yes. So know that. Yeah, we're they're Jewish matchmakers. And again, we stand strong and firm with the Jewish community. Exactly. We love you guys so much. We are so against anti-Semitism in all of its forms. Mm-hmm. There's just been a lot of it going on. There's been a lot of violence. A lot, lot of, of violence. Anti-Semitism, a lot a of, lot of attacks on judo. Judo. What is it? Ju- Judeo, Judeo Christian churches being churches. bombed. Yeah, no, not bombed, but whatever. Yeah, it is. temples being. It's just Mosques anyway. It's just so ridiculous. Being, and right. violence just, is never called for. No, never. And we just stand with you guys so much, and we love. As you guys know, we always talk about how much we love our Jewish um, bachelors and Jewish bachelorettes. Oh yes. So you are home here with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I so the last weekend I did that. I went to we went to Ox. <laughs> and I went to Santa Barbara on Sunday with my boo, and we went to the zoo, and that was really adorable and fun. Yep, um, that was really fun. She copied yeah, me. I did. Have you? Did you see the anteater? Oh, he wasn't out. Oh my god, he, he was wasn't so out cute. when we were there. Oh my god, he. I think like I used to. I love sloths, obviously, but I feel like everybody does. But like anteaters are, they're. I, I just can't even describe oh, how perfect they are. They're so, so like good. clunky. I'm so happy you got to see it. Oh my god, they have these big noses. It's so cute. They're little vacuums. It's yes. like the nozzle of a vacuum, and they Get just them. eat ants. Like, what precious. Great. We all need that. Um, <laughs> and anyway, really good exterminator. Nature's exterminators are anteaters. <laughs> um, and then this weekend, I'm going to the or- Orange County for a wedding. It's a socially distanced oh, wedding yes. using outdoor social distancing, COVID precautions, blah, blah. All of that. Don't worry, people. I'm not putting anybody at risk except myself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah. But anyway, so yeah, it will be really lovely. So we're going to that. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited for like I haven't danced in. Oh, I know. Like I've literally danced in my apartment alone. Yep. Like, and that's about it. Haven't done. I'm. I'm gonna be twerking on that dance floor. <laughs> Um, anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening, and it's such a joy to come to you guys. Um, next week is going to be a bit of a different episode, because we will not be, Christina's on a baby moon, I'm going to be swamped and inundation levels that one could never experience, so yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll, it a will special, be a little bit, a little bit different, right, but stay tuned for episode. that, a little mm-hmm. special episode. Um, but thanks again for listening, you guys. We're sending you so much love, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.